Get ready for the Squawking Eagles podcast. The show that covers only the Philadelphia Eagles. Think different. Think Squawking Eagles podcast. And welcome back to the Squawking Eagles podcast. I'm Mike, and I'm joined by Miguel and our new a new co-host, Mark. How's it going, boys? Good. How are What's you? Going on? What's going on? What's going on? Three M, triple M's here. Triple M's, the M M&M and M boys here. <laughs> I don't know how that's working out. Like before, it was like Mike and Miguel, both Michael. Right. I don't know how that was working. Now we finally have a Mark, but it's still an M. I don't know how that's going to go work out. But here we are. Um, Six Sundays away from Eagles football. Uh, how excited are you guys? Miguel, how excited are you? I am extremely excited as we see them um, take the field for um, training camp. Um, it's nostalgia, always. It's feeling good, right? It's feeling good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so joining us for the first time is Mark. Uh, Mark, big Eagles fan. Uh, I've known for a number of amount of years. Mark, tell me about your... Eagles fandom. All righty. Well, uh, yeah, welcome up, to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, nice to be here. Thank you for letting me uh, join you guys. Uh, yeah, so I grew up just outside of Philadelphia. Uh, pretty big sports fan, fam, uh, sports family as well. Uh, mainly a hockey family to start. Uh, always watched football, but like hockey was our true passion. Um, about middle school or high school, really started getting into football a lot more as I started playing it myself. And then, uh, the Eagles have always been there as a huge part of it, but it's just grown and grown as I've gotten older. It's become a more part of my life where pretty much August to uh, to January every year is kind of reserved on Sundays for for just bleeding green. That's right. I hear you. Nice. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. Um, so it's good to have you on the podcast. Now, Mark, how do you feel about this upcoming season and where where we're, where we're going? I'm obviously excited because it's football. You know, it's like – there's nothing quite like waking up on a Sunday and knowing that I'm going to, you know, have a good time watching the birds. Yeah. I'm a little nervous only because every time I look at a schedule for the Eagles and I, cause right now I look at our schedule, I'm seeing a minimum 10 win season Yep. that I don't know why. Anytime I see it and I'm thinking to myself that like, okay, it should easily be 10 wins. I almost don't like when I think it should be, <laughs> Like it just it just bothers me. I feel like the team just doesn't like when I like it. Right. But when I when I'm like, oh, it's gonna be a rough season, they go out and just obliterate teams that they well, have no business doing. I, I don't know if you saw Jason Kelsey's quote. Jason Kelsey's quote was I, like I was just gonna say that. Go ahead, go Miguel. Go, go ahead. Yeah. Go. No, no, yeah. I was just gonna say that. He came out and he said, uh uh when the media thinks that we're gonna be good, we're ass, and then when we think uh when they think we're gonna be ass, we're actually pretty good. So he yeah. wanted to like kind of phase out the the mentality of how good we think we are because we're not really any type of good. So and we had talked so last me- last episode about how um, uh, Miles Sanders was calling the Eagles a, a All Star team, and so oh, they had to come out. Come on, <laughs> bro! And then AJ AJ uh, Brown had to come out and say, you know, you know yeah, he's ha- excited. We're all excited, but we still got to practice, and we got to, uh, you know. Settle down now. Settle down. Uh, so yeah, we're excited. That's... I'm excited to see what this Eagles team gonna gonna do. Yeah, I remember the uh, year of the dream team. That went so well. It was yeah, that was Naminaswa, Vince Vince Young, you know, those guys. It's yeah. don't need to hear that this year. The no. dream team curse. We definitely right. did not need to hear that again. No. We not did not need to relive that moment no. at all. No. So we discussed that last episode. Um, so I wanted also so this episode we're gonna talk about uh, Eagles jerseys, uh, jerseys you're looking to purchase, jerseys that you already have. Uh, we also want to talk about uh, NFL Plus, anyone's thoughts uh, and feelings about uh, the NFL's streaming service. And then we'll talk a little bit about uh, the press conference with uh, um, Howie Roseman and Nick Sirianni. And then we'll have some final thoughts and we'll close it out and see. Uh, and we'll have to see you next uh, next week. Hey Mike, let's start off with that NFL Plus, man. I, 
I heard you. I mean, we mentioned it before. I haven't heard any news about that. Tell me, tell me a little bit more about that. Okay, so NFL Plus is a is the NFL's um, streaming service that they are um, have rolled out. You can start. It's a seven day trial. You can get it. Um, what it is is that you can have whatever game the NFL is on. You can find it. Out of market preseason games, live regular season and postseason games, um, and then full and condensed game replays. Now, of course. There's like different tiers, so if you wanna, if you want to have those um, those uh, premium live games and condensed football uh, football games, you're gonna pay more money a month. But if you want just live out of market preseason games and live local, uh, like it's gonna be like five dollars a month. Um, and so what's going? What they're gonna? It looks like you know they're setting themselves up to have a streaming service that they you know. They, they don't need Amazon anymore. They don't need NBC anymore. They can stream all their games to their app and people will pay for it. Okay. I don't yeah, know. I guess. What are your first thoughts on that? Well, I know DirecTV is getting rid of the, um, the, um, the ticket, the game package, the ticket. Yeah, ticket, whatever it was called. Um, so I feel like this is uh, a direct response into losing, losing DirecTV, but also. You see how baseball is taking um, taking uh, a hit with uh, fans because you know they're broadcasting on uh, Apple TV Plus or they're broadcasting on Peacock, and a lot of the older older people are having a hard time finding uh, finding them on these um, on these premium um, networks or streaming services. And uh, I feel like this is if this is their answer to losing Direct uh, TV's uh, ticket thing, then this would be great because it's one in one area, mm-hmm. whatever team you want, whatever market you want. So that'll be, that'll be great. That'll be great. I feel like this is, this is the way that the um, MLB should have went. And um, fortunately yeah. they're, yeah. they're taking yeah. the point. MLB's approach to the fans is uh, very different than NFL's approach to the fans. And again, that's a, as another podcast and a whole other story of how I, how I feel about what the MLB is doing to baseball. But that's another yeah. time. Yeah, like, what do you I, think? What about you, Mark? Well, it's interesting because this is honestly, for the past few, I don't know, almost a decade now, this is like something I've wanted. Like, I had Sling. I had um, FUBU. I had all the sports special streaming networks, and none of them offered what they promised to offer. Mm-hmm. Like, you had to pay extra for all these packages. By the time I had what I wanted to watch, I was spending almost $100 anyway, mm-hmm. and I still was barely getting what I wanted. And so it, was, it always frustrated me all these streaming services because like I don't I don't want to stream regular TV I don't care about regular TV because if it's if it's going to be a good enough show I will watch it one day if it's worth it or it'll be like you know I, if I have to I'll buy it if it's that interesting like The Office right or it'll just be on regular TV networks I don't want to pay for Peacock I don't want to pay for like all these extra services are driving me insane I want to have a sports service like mm-hmm. this so I can watch my football games i would love it with like if they could i don't know maybe work together and have a this is our sports network and have it just be nfl mlb nba nhl right that's an interesting but that that would that would that would require all the pro sports all the pro sports to work together and i don't that'll never happen i know yeah like that would that's all i want streaming service wise that's a perfect care less about the rest Mm-hmm. But I am excited that the NFL is offering this. I'm sure that it's going to – I mean, I, you said it was only $5 a month. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's four ninety nine for, and you get like – let me see what you get for the four ninety nine. $4.99, you get live, out-of-market preseason games, uh, live local, primetime, regular, and postseason, live game audio for every game, and it says more. And then okay. pre, in a premium, you get like coaches film and condensed games. I don't care about and that And full stuff. replays. So I, I'm yeah, not for scout. $5, it's not that – it's not – it's not going to break the bank, um, but most likely, you know, that will, you know, the things that they add to it will increase and the price will eventually increase as well as, as usual. Yeah. My other thought is, uh, you know, when, when they, I, like you're saying, it says uh, live uh, lo- uh, local market primetime. Yeah. So I'm saying, so if the Eagles are at one for me, mm-hmm. I will, my understanding, that means I will not be able to see them because it's not a primetime game. Right. So I'd That's, still have to watch them on the local like Fox Network, which is fine. Right, right. But I also, as I said before, if I'm paying for that, right, I, and I also those it, would be you know? local feeds, so you're still it would still be the same game. So it's not like the NFL is 
getting their own commentators, which they yeah. could, right? And have their own feed, which they could. You know, True. that's that's they 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 could go that that direction, uh, where they have their own announcers, they own their own commentary, and then they really kind of break away from the local networks that, that people don't need because. I don't have I don't have cable TV. I have yeah. Amazon DVR box and that and a digital a digital antenna. I don't pay for cable anymore. I also, I wonder the streaming the, stuff. I'm guessing so. Part of this package, I'm presuming they're not including Thursday nights, right? Because that's an 11 year deal with Amazon. I would assume so. Yeah. yeah that's like or Monday a, or Monday. Yeah, no Monday. Yeah, either. true. Probably Monday as well. Yeah, because I know uh, Amazon paid like a little over eleven billion dollars for those eleven years. Yeah, so that they have the NFL has eleven years to build a market on their platform. Yeah, which I mean, it's the NFL. Do they really need to build a market at all? Uh, who knows? Like, there's because there's a new generation of people out there trying to stream games and trying to find out the easiest way to get the, their games. That's what I did. It took me two yeah. years to figure out how I can get the Eagles game with the it cost me the least amount of money True. and i it took me it cost me a hundred dollars to get the box and that was three years ago and now i don't have to pay for any eagles games i just watch them all online so it doesn't really it's it was a no-brainer for that i'd like to go watch more in person to be honest in person would be nice now just, yeah, yeah i i've <laughs> i've 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 put in for the group to try and get us media passes uh to eagles games Crazy. Um, I've applied. <laughs> I, I've applied the podcast to get media passes. Uh, I have yet to hear back, but I will continue to try and do that. Um, That'd be great. So I'm working on that. Um, so before we move on, I wanted to say um, we have another addition to the podcast. Running a little late, but Anthony's on. Hello. What's up, man? What's up? What's up, man? What's going on, fellas? All right. Go hanging in there. Hanging in there. Uh, so we're discussing. We were just discussing the NFL's uh, new app that they're coming, NFL Plus, and uh, we are going to start and talk a little bit about um, NFL Eagles jerseys. Um, Miguel, you want to want to bring us in on that? Yeah, I was just uh, I brought up this topic in, uh, in our meeting because um, you know I'm in the market for a new jersey, uh, and I've been debating um, who to get from the team and. Um, I don't know. It's a bit confusing because nobody really is a standout for me. So I was bringing it to the group. Maybe mm -hmm. we could all talk it through together. I know other people may have the same issue. I currently am wearing a Mark Sanchez jersey. The only reason I'm wearing it because <laughs> my last name is Sanchez. <laughs> kind of works right? acceptable so then. That's it, acceptable. It, it works out. Hopefully, you know, in another three years, nobody will remember that Mark Sanchez was on the Eagles. Right. Therefore, I'll never get approached about it again. Um, but... <laughs> Um, I do look get look weird looks at training camp when I go with this jersey to like Mark for Sanchez. Sure. Well, you for know, sure. I didn't have to pay five hundred dollars for a custom jersey, so I got yeah, this one nice. on discount. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's but, a win. You know, yeah, so I you know, uh, like I said, trying to um, look into um, getting a new jersey. Didn't know who to get. I I have uh, Dawkins jersey. I have. Um, Jordan Matthews jersey. I have a Carson Wentz jersey. I have uh, a throwback yeah. Jerome's Brown jersey. Oh, nice! So you got um, a lot of painful ones there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of heartbreaking. I had I had a McNabb jersey as well. Yeah. Um, so it's just like nobody on the team jumps out to me to get it. My, I I have a uh, criteria to get a jersey. One. What's your criteria? My criteria is the person has to be drafted by us. Like I oh, don't okay. go out and grab a jersey that uh, uh, somebody like I never had a TO jersey, I never had uh, uh, anybody else has been traded to to the team. So so James Thrash, you never had a James Thrash jersey? Nah, James sorry, oh, man, that's, that's, James Thrash. that's a major James loss Thrash. right there. That's a major loss. Yeah, yeah, I missed out on that one. Should have <laughs> reached out. But I don't know. What, what are you guys' thoughts? Like, uh, what jerseys do you guys currently have? And uh, if you were Gun to head, forced to buy one right now. Who who would you get? Well, you already said Dawkins. It definitely would have been my go-to. Uh, well, I was thinking more current current roster. Oh, that's painful. Yeah. Uh, personally, I would probably feel sound going with Jordan Mailata. He's been my favorite pick since we drafted him. 
Um, just Jordan Mulata jersey. I mm. had a good feeling about him when he because I watched him play uh, rugby and Australian football or whatever it was he was playing over there. Yeah. So when he came over to us, uh, when he entered the NFL draft, I was extremely excited to see how he would develop. And I think he has done wonderfully for having never played football in his life until he got here. Yeah, agreed. And I think he's also taken the Philly spirit to heart. I think he uh, approaches every day and every game with a pretty good attitude. Mm-hmm. So I, I like to see that. I, I like for me personally, I really like when a player comes to Philadelphia with that. Not a bravado, but like that, that humble, almost like Jason Kelsey, where like he, he's got his nose to the grindstone, ready to work and knows that like nothing else matters. Right. You know, we're here to get the job done. And if we don't get the job done, you know, we got to work harder. So, Mark, what kind, which jerseys do you, what Eagles jerseys do you have? I have, I have a Wentz one. It was bought for me. Because mm-hmm. um, you know my feelings. A, a lot of people have Wentz jerseys. I have Ertz. Nice. I have Sanders. Mm-hmm. And who else do I have? I think I have Westbrook. Nice. Nice. Yeah. All right. So. So, so Anthony, what about you? Which jersey, Eagles jersey, would you consider buying now? And which ones do you have in the pa- that you've gotten in the past? If I was to get one now, I'd probably get Devontae Smith. Funny Smith, that's a good idea. I have Randall Cunningham. I have Randall Cunningham's jersey. I have, I did have a um, McNabb. I have a McNabb jersey. I had a Westbrook jersey. I wanted to get a Jerome Brown jersey, vintage, but yeah, I would definitely get Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith is a good pick for me. Like, what I had West, my my most favorite jersey was my Westbrook jersey. Um, but I considered getting a new jersey when I got Carson. You know, Carson Wentz got drafted, so Carson Wentz was my jersey, go to jersey, and then the whole fiasco with him and Nick Foles. And I said, I don't know if I'm ever going to buy a jersey again. And so I, I bought a jersey. I bought a Miles Sanders, Miles Sanders jersey. Um, but like most of my jerseys are old. I've got uh, uh, Ricky Waters. Got Ricky Waters. A couple nice. of McNabs. For who for what? Ooh, Ricky <laughs> <laughs> um, who else? A um, couple of McNabs. I got an Ertz jersey. Got a Nick Foles uh, Super Bowl jersey. And, um, and so what else? The other one. Oh, and I also had to buy a Nick Foles Bears oh. jersey. I say I also have a Herbert jersey. That's not an Eagles jersey. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> so, but I think I like I like the idea of a Devonte Smith. I like the idea of a Mulata because nobody really wears like a lineman jersey. Like I yeah, guess I'd say it, Kelsey'd be good. To Jason go. Kelsey would be a good one. I mean, that's right. where I ended up at. I, I, I. I decided if I'm going to get a jersey right now, I'd get a Kelsey jersey because yeah. of his leadership, mm-hmm. the hard work that he puts in, the Super Bowl speech, yeah. and you know, just the, the 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 cool guy that he is. Man, he's a a good leader, a good father. And he's um, not and he's not going to play on any other teams after this. Yeah, yeah. So. This is his, this is probably going to be his last season, if not, if they don't talk him back into next year. Right. I but, know. Oh, I think with, I think with him. With, uh, teaching cam this year i think this is definitely the hand every year i think this is mm-hmm. kelsey runs this last year i think cam jurgens is a great center he's gonna sit there and uh learn yeah learn i think he's gonna you know take every step in stride learning from kelsey and i think we're gonna be rewarded with a good future center and yeah, that'd uh, be nice to have back-to-back centers like that yeah that'd be phenomenal i will say though if i were to take a uh like a risk take a take a rookie jersey I'd have mm-hmm. to go to Kobe Dean. They say he's um, going to be he's going to be really good. He's going to be really is, good. What a lot of people don't realize is that he's a he's a double is, is a masters. I know he's a double major from Georgia, right. uh, including engineering. So okay. he's a smart really? kid. Wow, he's going to approach this game looking at it right. He, and and the thing is, he's not just smart. He just came off one of like, you know as ca- was he uh, captain of the linebackers as one of the best Georgia. defenses in college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he's coming with power. He's coming with smarts. He's coming with a know how how to play. Like and he's coming hungry. Yeah, for sure. You know because people yeah. over. I mean, like I said, he to me he's a DK Metcalf overlook. 
Mm-hmm. You just went mm-hmm. from a top pick to third. Yeah, okay, you had a small injury. Mm-hmm. Fine. It's not like now, if it was a, you know, major ACL, MCL restructuring, okay, I'd be more nervous. Mm-hmm. But it's not. And I, I think that, I think he's going to come with, uh, with a, you know, chip on his shoulder wanting to prove something. Right. Yeah, I agree. If with me, I think, give it a couple years, Jordan Davis would be a jersey I would get too. Oh, yeah. um, not right now. Oh, I want to yeah. see what he's going to do in a couple of years. But I think I think being getting a Wentz jersey kind of burnt me, and so I'm going to wait and see <laughs> what uh, where everybody kind of lands. I think I everybody got you. burnt by that Wentz jersey, <laughs> <laughs> and I also got burned by a Ben Simmons jersey. So I don't want, I don't want to even talk about oh, that. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm going to give you a Howie Roseman. <laughs> Oh, oh man. man, that's crazy. So, um, yeah, I think I think we got we got a, like we got four jerseys there that are legitimate right. jerseys. Want to get so you want to get a Milada, Kelsey, Devonte Smith, mm-hmm. Nicobe Dean, and then if if a couple of years from now, Jordan Davis. That's those are five solid jerseys that would. Uh, would be pretty I cool mean, Jordan Davis wear. killed it at that rookie that rookie oh, singing competition that they had. I, I know. <laughs> you sent me that it. message. That was awesome. I can't wait to see what he can do. I can't wait to see right. what he's going to do. Yeah. And if you, I don't know, Mark, if you listen to our draft analyst, I was like, the whole thing, I was like, Jordan Davis. I want Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis. And Miguel was like, yeah, but like wide receiver. I was like, yes, Jordan Davis, Jordan Davis, Jordan Davis. <laughs> and then they end up picking Jordan Davis. And then they end up getting A.J. Brown. So it's like it all worked out so great for us in the draft. I know, Mark, you you have draft uh, phobias with, uh, with Howie Roseman. Well, that's an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> He's, I mean, just look at his history. I mean – God, like, look at the picks we've had. I mean, you're telling me. I mean, uh, uh, well, uh, okay, let's move right into the training camp and Howie Roseman's okay. Howie Roseman's um, press conference along with Nick Sirianni. We are coming up on about 43 minutes, and it's a little bit short of how long uh, Nick Sirianni's uh, training camps have been. Uh, so, <laughs> so Mark, fired, before fired. we started, Mark, you said. When is Howie Roseman getting fired? I still don't like him. I still want him to go. What, why? Just, Explain it. Why? Why? So this, all right, right now, this feels like his best draft ever, and I'm hoping Agreed. that it is because his history in the draft has been horrendous. Right. You right. look at the fact that we have lost out on some of the best receivers while drafting some literal garbage that year in and year out are just fading away. Like you Jalen draft, Rager? Are you talking about draft, Jalen Rager? Yeah. Jalen Rager, Arcega Whiteside, like <laughs> well, he's a tight end now. He's a tight yeah. end, so okay, that's a that's a point. Uh, like, <laughs> like you, your if head. you're getting drafted as a receiver <laughs> and now you're a started. fourth string tight end, what what's going on here? Yeah, what, we yeah. we passed up Metcalf, we yeah. passed up Jefferson. Jefferson. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, like yeah. you can't tell me you're you're analyzing this talent. You can't tell me if you looked at any college film at all. The year we drafted Rager and thought Rager was a first round talent. You don't know football. Like, you honestly shouldn't <laughs> be around the sport. Every analyst that I watch and listen to said he was a third round at best special teams pick, not a first rounder. And he's not even, you know, according to last year, him on special teams was not a not good even choice. There. Not even good no, choice. No, he's not. He's not the player. He's not what you want out of a third round special teams pick. But we took right. him first round. Right. You gotta be kidding! Yeah, me. it's tough. It's tough to see those other guys. What was? I don't but again, if you're D- DK Metcalf, you also have Drew Locke throwing passes to you this year. So is that really going to be like? We're really going to see how DK Metcalf is going to be. I don't know how Jalen Hurts is going to be. I still don't trust Jalen Hurts. Accuracy. Oh my god! Oh my god! Here we go! <laughs> wow! I'm sorry. Who did he lose his job to in college? Um, Tua, right? He lost it to okay. Tua. How's Tua doing? He's going to be amazing this year with with Tariq Hill. We're going to see. I mean, according according to his new um, his new uh, receiver, he's the most accurate QB he's ever worked with. Exactly. He's, <laughs> look at me. Don't get me wrong. He, he's a he's a pretty good like he's a smart kid. He's a pretty mm-hmm. accurate quarterback when he has the opportunity. But he's very much like some of our quarterbacks in the past. <clears throat> Wentz uh, needs the time to develop the, <laughs> to develop the situation. And I th- he, that still beat out Hurts. Who then went to Oklahoma, and Oklahoma had a coach and a team made for the NFL, mm-hmm. and 
yeah, he did pretty well there. He had right. every player in the world helping him out. He's now here where he has to do something himself. Oh, I mean, get the ball to the right. player's hands. Right. He's, got, like, the, he's got to prove. Like, Anthony, go ahead. Tell us. What were you going to say, Anthony? He's more arm strength, I feel like. I hope that's what he worked on this past year. I just feel like he can't throw far when he needs to. Well, like that was evident. Zip on it, where you, mm-hmm. I think he could throw up with the zip, the zip to get to the receiver. Like that interception he had last year, I forget which game he threw it right. He threw it. It was so slow that the, the DB just came around and took it in the end zone. Yeah, well, it was evident so in, during the, the during the game. Buccaneers game. The Buccaneers game, he couldn't get the ball downfield. The Buccaneers game, that mm-hmm. game, yeah, it was it. Yep, Ooh, didn't was they game. just sign Julio, too? The Buccaneers yes. just signed Julio the Jones, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I Did love they? that Tom Brady's oh been trying God. to find more and more talent. Yeah. And so uh, I think that, that that bothers me. That's something I've been saying for years, and I, I that's it's my one point where I respect Brady. Mm-hmm. Is you look at his salary compared to most other quarterbacks in the NFL. Yep. Now, granted, he's making a little more now, and his wife makes way more than him, so that's yeah. why he's. But every that. year he does that salary cut, like he takes less than most other quarterbacks to make sure he has talent around him. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, every year quarterbacks go, "I need 150 to 500 million dollars," and I'm like, "Yeah, you, and, you, oh. and they haven't done anything. They haven't done yeah, anything." I'm like, you look at how much, and even the ones that are, they're losing everything around them. Like, mm-hmm. who does Aaron Rodgers have to throw to? Uh, apparently, he yeah, says he's got some really amazing guy. I forget who he's talking about. Lazard. Lazard. That's what he Lazard said. Lazard's yeah. going to be the next. <laughs> he's going to be the next uh, Devontae Adams. What are you talking about? Right, that's what he said. He goes, so yeah. it's going to be nice throwing a ball to another Hall of Look, Famer. As a, as a receiver, I mean, don't get me wrong. You could be the shittiest receiver in the NFL. If you've got Rodgers thrown to you, you should catch a few passes. You should. I mean, it's it's like a you also should yourself all over the field. Yeah, but you know you got these players. Like I said, you're just going for this kind of money. And the thing is, like I keep, I'm I'm sorry. I still I I look at the Dak Prescott situation with the Cowboys, which one thing I'm actually happy about because I think the Cowboys are trash. I think Dak Prescott. Cowboys are trash. Cowboys. I think Dak Prescott's a terrible quarterback. So go ahead, sign him to a lot of money so that your team sucks even worse for the next couple of years. Yep. Makes me happy. Totally agree. I think Dak's most overrated <laughs> quarterback in the NFL. The guy can't throw to save his life. You know, Mark Sanchez has more playoff wins than Dak Prescott. Doesn't surprise just, just to say, just to say, just to put that out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but yeah, but he signed him for you know a couple million dollars. Yeah, okay. That was you know, good. I'm actually. the I'm the old the old train of thought <laughs> is that. You get your contract, your huge contract, once you actually have shown that you are, you know, playoff caliber. You are, you can win those close games. You've won a championship. You've, you've done that. Then you can get your money. These guys yeah. that come in and they say, oh, I had really two great years, three great years. I need hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. I'm like, okay, you're ruining your team. You, you're, you're, your team is going to be trash because nobody can, nobody wants, everybody was, everybody has that train of thought. Everybody, Ezekiel Elliott had that train of thought. Uh, Armani Cooper has that train of thought. Uh, I'm just going to name all these trash Cowboys. Uh, (laughs) You know, know, uh, Collins. You know, all you know, uh, David Gregory. uh, Was it Randy Gregory? Like all these guys want these huge contracts on the Cowboys, and it has decimated their team. Yeah, and now they don't have an offensive line to help Ezekiel Elliott to protect Dak Prescott. That's okay. And so now this has become the Squawking Eagles podcast. Let's trash the Cowboys. I love it. So on so to back off that, one thing I've heard a lot about our training right now, our, our you know our spring training and such, and then now into the uh, into the training sessions, and all that is that it's a lot of the people there are saying they're not sure if our offense isn't that good, but they said our defense is just that much better this year. Defense is like the additions so, of Riddick is going to be a major. Oh, I think him and Dean in the middle of that bat. That's I mean, going to be amazing. We just took our, our worst part of the field was our linebacking core has been for most of Harry Roseman's tenure. So yeah, with, I mean, uh, finally yeah, we have a chance to have some linebackers. And then I mean, you're telling me the fact that we are the sole team who rushes for more than any other. Like it was what 97 percent of our defensive plays we don't blitz. Yeah, because we have got a great front four. Mm-hmm. And now you're adding two great linebackers to back that front four up. Mm-hmm. I, I can't wait oh. to see ST off on back. Oh. I'd like to see him hit seven times in the dirt. That'd be great, right? Oh. That'd be great. But to piggyback off that real quick, off the off the um, off the contract thing. Now, going wrong, he hasn't signed it yet, and I'm sure he probably will get a stupidly large contract, like every other quarterback is right now. Uh, but to talk, just to quickly mention another quarterback I mentioned earlier with Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. He's put up insane numbers. 
mm-hmm. with back-to-back different coaches, back-to-back different philosophies, with an okay slash mediocre mediocre team in a very tough division. And yeah. so far, all I've heard on his talks is pretty much that, like, he's like, eh, like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. I obviously want to get paid, but, like, I'm not trying to make, like, you know, I, I don't want to have the largest contract in the NFL history. Right. Now, side note, if you want to get a really good draft pick in your fantasy draft, draft Herbert, and then you can tr- and you can just fleece Mark for him. That's because it sounds like Mark is going to be <laughs> drafting Herbert. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not drafting Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, if, you, if you pick before Mark, draft Herbert, and then you can fleece him later. No, I won't trade it. I don't do I honestly will never trade in fantasy pretty much. What did you say, Anthony? Go ahead. I was just gonna ask you a question about that draft thing. I've never been in a draft I've never been in one yet. I never yeah. played one. So when we do the draft, do, do I need to like print out a sheet that has like everything so I can like check off is that how it works? Or? No, usually they'll the, it's when you check off it, when you pick your player, it'll tell you, okay, you don't have to pick any more quarterbacks. You've you have you have picked already two or three. So it's already set up. All you just gonna so know do it on get, the computer. Yeah, it's all gonna be on the computer. Yeah, I'll okay. show you when I, next time I see you. But I like, can sh- I'll but come like when it go when it when it happens, did it be like your pick and then say that's how the, and then then you would pick yeah, one here who you, you pick like, and then we yeah go you next. get like a you get like two or you one or two minutes to pick your player and then it'll move on after you pick it. The snake draft, okay. I'm excited for it. And we'll be on the podcast. We're gonna try and do it. We're gonna do it live. We're gonna do it on. Li- we're gonna do that's it live. Okay. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah. I'm taking uh, hey, maybe Jalen I'll come to your house overall. Taking <laughs> Jalen Hurts for. <laughs> I'm going to try and not pick any Eagles, only because I've, every time I play fantasy, it's always I got to pick every Eagle, in there, and it's just like I lose every single year. I can't do it. So make sure <laughs> I don't pick any Eagles. Right? Yeah. Right. Um, all right. So moving on. Uh, Howie Ro- Nick Sirianni and Howie Roseman had a press conference. Miguel, you were sending mm-hmm. me some information that you had. A lot to say. You weren't going to say it now. You wanted to save it for the podcast. So, go. Listen. As we all know, the famous uh, flower speech. Well, it's not flowers year. anymore, right? It's not flowers anymore. No, no. This time it was mountains. <laughs> this year it was mountains. And I have to say, every time I hear how um, Nick Seriani speak, and I hope you can hear this, he sounds like this to me. <laughs> is it working i don't hear it uh you don't hear it no oh, no oh i probably have to take off my ear pods then um but he sounds like the little kid that's trying to tell tell a story about if a, a dream and he's always like he's like stuttering through it and and never makes any sense in connecting words <laughs> and I just feel like he's um it's just heartbreaking sometimes to hear him speak. It's uh cringing. Um you know, he did the mountain reference how you have to count, climb a mountain every day, you climb a little bit higher. Um he just he doesn't give me that confidence to know that he's in that in that locker room in those team meetings without those players snickering behind his back at times. You know what I mean? Well, they say the opposite. They say he's a real player's coach. I say and Kelsey then, likes him, and that means oh, a lot to me. Okay, I and I get that. That's fine. But do they like him because he's a likable person or because he's a great coach and he gets his point across? You I know what I mean? Him. Like, how do, you, how do you talk to a group of men sounding like the little kid that's right. trying to explain the dream. You know what I mean? There's a lot of stuttering and, and flammering around. Oh, man. Roseman sounds like a mouse, and <laughs> we shouldn't keep God. him around. By the way, Mark does not like Howie Roseman. I, I, I see this. I see this. I see this. Now, okay, it's, I've got my own feelings about Nick Sirianni. When he first came, when they said we're hiring Nick Sirianni, I was like, Nick who? Nick what? I was like, yeah. no, I, knew, I had to go look up who he was. Like, yeah. he's, 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 he's not, you know, he's not a... Um, He's not a Philadelphia guy. He's from, I think he's from Jersey somewhere. Um, but he, it just it just didn't feel like a right fit. And that he wanted so much control over the team and calling the plays. And the, in the first, what, five or six games, he was calling the plays. I think when the Eagles were two and seven under his 
Yeah, we were bad. Play calling, under his play calling. And then he switched it to the, his offensive coordinator. And offensive coordinator was able to adjust and, and, and play to the Eagles' uh, strengths. Right. Right. And, 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 now, and, he's, and he's, he's going to call the plays this year, right? The so same. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's not going to. The offensive coordinator is going to call it. Right. And if, yeah. he, if he. If he does a good job this year, that offensive coordinator, guess what, is going to be a candidate for a head coaching job next year. And guess what? We'll be we'll be stuck with Sirianni calling the plays the following year, and you already know where that's going to go. I know you're right. You're right. I can't. I cannot say you're. I can't. I can't fight that because Nick Sirianni already showed us what kind of play calling he does. Uh, but again, like he's also has to play up to what the owner wants. The owner wants a throw first offense. But if you if you take the whole like Philadelphia as a city and the Philadelphia Eagles fan base, I think it's a more of a run first fan base. In my, I am, I am, I'm run first, sec, run first, second, and third if you have to. You because know, that's what we we've grown up with. We've grown up with Wilbert Montgomery. We've grown up with Deuce Daly, uh, yeah. Westbrook. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've always had that ground ground pound Ricky. game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Vicky Waters. I agree. I know. You know that that's the that's the mentality I've always I've always had, and and the fact that the NFL is is moving away from that is not favorable to me. I don't really. I'm not. I don't really. Okay, it's nice to see you know 500 yard games, but every single week 500 yards games. I don't. You know that's a lot of passing. It's a lot of. A lot of throwing, and, and the, all the offensive line is uh, not really doing the job that they're supposed to be doing by running the ball. That's why that's that's my opinion. Agree with me or not, but we don't have the quarterback to be a pass first offense. Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, no. I, I no. think I think you're going to be. I think Jalen Hurts is going to surprise you. I'm I, not saying he's a bad quarterback. I'm just saying you can't expect. When him. did Derek Gunn get into this conversation? Derek Gunn, where's Derek <laughs> Gunn here? You know, Derek. Gunn. I don't Derek think Gunn. you can expect him to carry the team. No, like, I don't. Himself. I don't. I don't expect we him to carry to the team. Need to be a run first team. Like I don't understand is that Miles Sanders repeatedly averages the most yards per carry of any quarterback in the league, and we don't run the ball. Yeah, that was that was that was the issue. That was the issue that everyone that I had that they were passing too much in the beginning of the season. They adjusted and look, they made it to the playoffs. Can they can they repeat and make that better this year? Is my question. Can they make it better? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Right. So we'll find out. But you know, like like I said last time, the the, the league is moving into a a pass pass only league. Mm-hmm. Um, look at what Tom Brady's doing down there. They pick up Julio Jones. Look at that receiving core. That those guys are big guys. You know what I mean. <laughs> You're not going to be able to pass rush, so the oh. linemen have to do little work to to give him time in that pocket because you're probably only rushing three linemen right. against five, you know, against five, and, and that's where the league is running to. And that that that's why linemen are are going to their value is going to start to decline as well because people are going to start picking up DBs and mm-hmm. and linebackers with speed. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah. like with our you know, with Jordan Love, who's a fast lineman now, like he's he, between him and Fletcher Cox. That might be a good duo to have up front when there is this is becomes a passing league, you know, and the offensive line aren't they're not used to, to run blocking. They're used to more just standing back and just standing there. So it could be a it could be a beneficial for the Eagles in the I long mean, run. that's only that's only if he turns into what Aaron Donald is in in St. Louis. Or sorry, Los, in Los Angeles. <laughs> <St. Louis. laughs> you know what I mean? Aaron Donald Aaron Donald takes three guys just to just to block him, you know what I mean. I so if 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 they if he turns into that, great. But yeah. if he doesn't, yeah, I'm you know? excited to see what that goes. <laughs> yeah, I think Jordan Davis will develop pretty well for us, especially you know he's got Fletcher Cox there to learn from. You know, Brandon Graham's coming back. You know, Sweat's there. Like we got a a really good yeah, great line. Good. I think there's gonna be some pretty good development on our D line yeah, for a while. I now. think so. Um. So we're coming up on about a uh, an hour recording here. Now we have officially surpassed Nick Sirianni's training camp, fifty eight minutes. <laughs> um, now, do you guys think that's as big of a, as a, of a deal as, a, as they, made, they made it in the media? What do you think, Anthony? What about you? What was the question? I didn't hear it. Uh, Nick Sirianni's um, training camps have been fifty eight minutes long for the past week. And what are your thoughts? Do you think that's going to affect the Eagles somehow? That team. With such, because it was they made it, they blew it up in the, 
they blew it up in the media that it was uh, ridiculous. And so John uh, Ritchie, pre- John Ritchie on the radio, pretty much had a heart attack the other day. They were, he was like flipping uh, out how they used no to have two days. Yeah, and I, and I'm in my frame of mind. I think that it's um, it's easy. It's easier to to take baby steps first and then build up to mm-hmm. those workouts. Yeah, you know what I mean? Injury. You don't want to risk injury early. Injury. Nope. Right. Now, that I, I agree with you. What I, what I heard on the radio is that players nowadays are practicing all year round. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're catching, be. they're throwing. The best they're, players are. The best players yeah, are. Yeah, should be. Yeah. They're, they're catching, they're throwing, they're lifting, they're running. Where, you know, 10, 15 years ago, Nobody was doing that. They were no, just took breaks. Took they a took a, breaks. They took. They they only they only played and they only practiced when it was August to you know September October. Well, August to um, December. That's when they 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 would play and they that's when they would practice. Times have changed, and I think Nick Sirianni can, knows that, and so he is taking those little steps. And let's not get everybody winded. Let's not get anybody gas so early in the season. And plus, it is so hot outside. Can you imagine, like... I'd say, if he continues to build upon this and they get longer and more intense, then I'm completely fine with it. If they stay like this all the way up to the start of season... Right. Um, Like, I remember, like, last season, uh, Jalen Hurts didn't throw a pass to Devontae Smith until the first game of the season. Yikes. And so, he never threw a pass to him in the preseason at all. And so, that, that, that that concerns me, that... They need that kind of rhythm. They need to get those that in-game rhythm. You can throw to a pass and practice all the time, but it's that rhythm in-game that you need to connect with those receivers. And between AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, you need that you need that connection, and you want it as soon as possible. I would well, like we to know. see. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I would like to see Jalen Hurts be able to throw blind uh, blindfolded. To AJ Brown and Devonta Smith in the Novacare complex before the season starts. That would make me feel better. Blindfolded. Blindfolded. Yeah. Should be Why blindfolded? Be, because you should have that connection knowing how fast they are. I'm talking about like quick, easy routes that you should know as a quarterback and yeah. like two step drop. You're like so talking about two be. step drops and they yeah, know like exactly you, where he's gonna yeah, be. You know, okay, if you run, you know, let's say you know you're running practice, you're throwing a slant around 150 times. You know, by is an NFL quarterback, you've got a couple seasons under your belt now. At least one full season with Devonta Smith. At this point, on on a, you know, on a streak route, you know, straight down the line, you should be able to, without looking, throw the ball directly to where he's going to be. Like you should know his speed. You should know Makes the sense. distance. Just boom, go. Go ahead. Because I want to know that if he's if, if there's a play where he's the third option, you know, down the line, and you're uh, in, in coverage, and you just kind of out of the corner of your eye see he's open, you should be able to throw it without like an extra thought. Go ahead, Anthony. I just wanted to, this is way off that subject. I just went to anybody, any of you guys ever go to a preseason Eagles game? Last year. Steelers yes, game. I've been to a couple. How, how, how is a preseason game? Is it all right? Yeah. It's the same as you see uh, it on TV. It's interesting when the starters are there, but then, you know, he's totally losing interest when the third stringers come in. Yeah. I know sometimes towards the end it gets kind of interesting because, like, you've got the players who are really fighting to try to make the team. Right. You see a little bit of effort out of the players at the end, which is kind of cool to see. True. But that's about it. Um, just to piggyback off what Mark said, I don't want to see him throwing blindfolded, although that makes sense and I, I understand that one. What I want to see from Hertz is um, him reading through progressions. If his first, If his first read isn't there – him going through the rest of the reads and, and and making the decision then with pressure on him. So I guess we won't really see that until we get into preseason games or regular season games, depending on how they use them during the preseason. But that's that's the one improvement that I want to see because I feel like last year he would see his one read and see that it's covered and then he would scramble. That was always his go-to. Instead of going through his progression and knowing that he has time in the pocket, he will always just – Look at that one read, maybe take a look at the second read, and then take off running. As, so, as especially for a quarterback like him that's mobile. Like, I mean, right. that's one thing that makes Lamar so deadly is that, like, Lamar can, you know, make his first read, make his second, and if someone's on him, he, he can scramble out of pocket and still make the third or fourth read before choosing to go down. Right. Granted, when he starts going downfield, the whole team's usually in trouble anyway, so. Yeah, I kind of like, you know, I like the, the whole mobile quarterback idea 
And you like you know with Donovan, they tried to turn Donovan into a pocket passer, which he was a scrambler, and it messed it messed with his head too much, you know. And mm-hmm. so with with Jalen, I want them to know that he still has that ability to, to scramble, but also make sure that you do your reads accordingly and don't panic so fast. Because he did. There's a lot of times where he dropped back and he panicked, and then he just bailed out very quickly. So I'd like to see that change in him. So moving on from Jalen and his arm strength and his accuracy, um, any other thoughts about anybody else that you want to talk about right now that you've seen in training camp or have seen any press conferences? I'd like to talk more about what I keep hearing about Miles Sanders getting like second team reps uh, and, you know, Nick Sirianni's commenting, oh, we're just moving people around, although he's never taken second team reps before. I have an interesting thought on that. Uh, okay. You know, San- Sanders is going into his um, contract year. Right. And I feel like Howie Roseman is very high on finding quarterback uh, running backs in um, late round drafts. So I feel like they're just going to use him up this year, run him as much as he can. If he gets hurt, they're just going to lean on Gainwell. They have Gainwell for another three years under his rookie contract. And I just think that that's the process of thinking that the Eagles have right now is that they're not going to invest money in a running back position that they can pick up off the street, off of anywhere. Right. As you can see that how he's right now currently trying, he was trying to get uh, backup running backs, tried to sign the dude Hardy from the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he failed the physical, which is why they didn't, he didn't get signed. So, you know, they're out there looking at running backs right now. Um, so I highly doubt, doubt that, Miles Sanders, no matter what he does this, this year, unless it's, you know, he rushes for 2,000 yards and maybe has 500 yards cashing, uh, catching, does he cash in a big contract or a semi-big contract, depending on how? I'll be honest with uh, with what you're saying here. I actually – I agree with what you're saying, and it's weird because mm-hmm. it's it sucks. As an Eagles fan, obviously, I'm a fan of Sanders. I like what he's done for us. But at the same time, from an NFL mentality, and I used to do this all the time when I was younger playing Madden, I never, ever in the game of Madden re-signed a running back because there's right. just so many. And you look at what happened with the Cowboys. They re-signed Zeke. Yeah, Zeke had a few good years. He's never going to be that Zeke again. The only running back in recent times who's actually had a pretty good production after signing contract was Henry. You know, Derrick Henry continues to be. Beefy. And granted, he got hurt pretty bad last year. So he I, was, say, he, I think he that last year's probably his last peak year. I think he'll continue to perform well. But I don't think you'll ever see him start putting up, you know, fifteen hundred plus rushing yards. Well, it's like the, we were talking about the contract that uh, that Todd Gurley got. He oh, yeah, got that late. huge contract, and he was done. He was done after that. They, they so, and then Howie Rosen realizes that he knows that the running backs have a uh, expiration date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have an expiration date, and you run them as much as you can under that rookie contract. And when it's up, you go find another guy. And they have they have gain well. They have gain well. Miles Sanders already proved the fact that he is injury, um, you know, I don't want to say prone, but he is, he is, uh, he's not, he's not the healthiest running back. He hasn't been the healthiest running back with, you know, with little knee things and hand things. And it's proof that, you know, know, running backs take a beating and they do. And like I said, repeatedly, you just look at like, honestly, look at next year's picks for, for the draft. You got a few good kids coming out. Yeah, and you know what? You don't really see running backs taking top ten anymore because nope. there's enough of them. They're not, you know. I hate to, I hate to say that they're not, you know, needed. They're they're an important part, but they're there's very so many part, that. Yeah. But there's so many, and there's so many that are good mm-hmm. that you can wait. You can get a third round running back and still have a starter in the NFL right yeah. now. Yeah, we were talking about Brian Westbrook. He was a, uh, a would we say a sixth or fifth or sixth round pick, and. Yeah. He was an eagle, and he and he contributed for many years, you know. So it's I think that's where Howie Roseman's thinking is that is that you can find a diamond in the rough in the third or fourth round and running back and, and use them and use them until he's all run out. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I think this might be our last year of Sanders. Yeah, I don't yeah, think I you, know, you won't see a big, huge running back contract ever again just because of what happened with Zeke and Gurley. You'll never see a huge running back contract again. Look at Saquon. Saquon's fighting for a contract right now. Yeah. yeah. And he, yeah. he, you know, granted, he he got he got hurt pretty bad last year. So, yeah. you know, is it really worth putting all that money into a running back? Um, you know, more, now we're seeing wide receivers. Wide receivers getting these huge contracts that we've never seen before. Because of the, they're a high commodity because it's a passing league. It's a passing mm-hmm. league. DK Metcalf got a huge contract. 
Mm, um, that'll go well with Drew Locke. Right? I know. <laughs> uh, who else got so, uh, uh, Cooper. Uh, Cooper Cup. He got a huge contract, right? Sure. W- w- with that thought in mind, right, I want you guys to put your uh, GM hats on. Mm. Uh, Jalen Hurts is going into his contract year. Yep. Nope. In in your eyes, where does he have to finish for you to give him a contract? What like what statistic statistically where does he have to finish? Uh, does he have to make the playoffs? Does he have to win the Super Bowl? Does he you know what in your eyes what does he have to do for you to give him a contract? He's go ahead. You want to go first, Mark? No, I'll let you speak. Okay, for the first the, he with, there's two things that he needs to have much higher. Than he did last year. One number one is completion percentage. Yeah. He's complete far more passes this year than he did last year. Uh, he has he, his completion percentage was like forty three percent or something like that. It needs to be at least sixty or higher, if not seventy percent completion percentage. Mm-hmm. And he and the second one is yards per game. His yards per game has to be up at least to like three to four hundred yards, if that. Because 200 yards a game, it's not gonna, it's not gonna, it's not gonna last. It's not gonna work because you can't lean on Miles Sanders or Gainwell every single game because they're gonna just burn those guys out and they won't make it to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So those those are the two things I need him to see him improve: is completion percentage and yards per game. I don't personally feel as strongly about the yards per game because again, I'm very into the whole rushing aspect i'd like to see us rush more and i think you could have 250 like two to i would like to see 250 yards a game minimum but if you do 250 yards and we get 150 yards rushing like i feel like if we're ground pounding a lot and you can throw the ball a few times up get some good plays especially when you've got players like aj brown devonta smith like you know i think we can if we can capitalize more on less passes because we have a stronger run game i'm okay with that I want to see a better completion percentage. I'd like to see, like, all right, one of the reasons we picked up Bradford back in the day, like, people won't give Bradford the credit, but if you look back at it, I, mm-hmm. I forget who was the analytical company that did it, but they did a study on, like, actual accuracy of the quarterbacks, like, where they put the ball. Mm-hmm. And Bradford during Bradford's tenure, one. he had, like, an 80% accuracy rating. I remember that. Above mm-hmm. everyone else. Mm-hmm. I Now, granted, he still didn't play well, but he had, like, no one to throw to, and he didn't have a strong arm. If I could just have Hurts throw the ball within the range of our receivers more. The fact that, like, even in practice, there's times where the players are open and he is overthrowing, underthrowing. It's like that that's got to change. Yeah, I agree. I cannot continue to see that. Like The fact that I'm right now I'm looking at, you know, stats from Mark Sanchez. And the fact (laughs) that Mark Sanchez has higher completion percentages and more touchdowns for most of his seasons. Now, granted, he played obviously longer than Hurts with a much you know wider variety, but he played you know, he played for the Jets, man, and he had more yeah. yards, more completions, and more touchdowns than Jalen Hurts with us. And he also had a play, he also had wide receivers that could catch balls. He had Wayne Corbett. Wayne Corbett <laughs> could yeah. catch a ball like you just threw it and he just got it. Right. Um, so let's I, let's hope I, I, let's hope AJ Brown can live up to be Wayne. I'm Corbett. not saying that I wouldn't re-sign Hurts because right now I don't know who I'd want to replace him. But I'm not giving – I'm sorry, I'm not giving Hurts a breaker deal. He's going to have a middle-of-the-road, you-need-to-still-prove-it-to-me deal. Right, he's not getting a max yeah. contract. Yeah. He's not for sure not, getting a max If he contract. can go out and throw an – I mean, if he can you know, become God in one year and throw an 80% completion percentage with 38 touchdowns and two picks, mm-hmm. all right, we'll talk. But I, I, even that, like, okay, to me that's a fluke. Yeah. I want to see yeah. Yeah, I need to I, see seventy percent. Go ahead, go ahead, Miguel. Yeah, I was gonna say I think I need to see him uh, in, within the top fifteen, and by top fifteen, I mean like just breaking into the top ten. Um, right now he's twenty third. Yeah, um, I need to see a lot from him. We <laughs> right. got how how we went out and got him um, some good receivers. Yeah, no um, better than last year. He's got yeah, a good so line. he's got no excuse. He's got a great offensive line. He's gonna have a running game when you know, hopefully we, we need it. it. <laughs> yeah, if we use it. Um, and he's got a defense but, that's going to give him the ball a lot. But that's the thing, too. Like, we don't we don't want to keep our defense out there as well. So we want to see him game manage. You know what I mean? We want to see him out there in the third, fourth quarter being able to, you know, keep the, their defense on the field for a long time while giving our defense a break. That's what running the ball does. Running ball keeps that other yeah. team's defense on the, on, the, on the field much longer than yours. Definitely. 
So, all right. Like I said, our defense right now. Sorry. Just, no, uh, you're, you're good. Go ahead. You know, I, I, like the, I like what I'm hearing out of our safeties. Obviously, we discussed earlier the linebackers. I like that we've got Hicks. I like that we've got Nicobe Dean. I think that's a uh, you know, hundredfold improvement on our linebacking core that's been literally the worst part of our team for the past, like, decade. Mm-hmm. So you've got a great o- you've got a great D line. You've got now suddenly a very sturdy, if not great, linebacker core. Our secondary is better than it has been for years now. I expect our defense is going to shut down teams. It's going to be our offense's you know responsibility to take use of those, uh, take advantage of those opportunities. So that's mm-hmm. like Hertz has more opportunities this year, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I'm expecting he'll have better opportunities this year than he ever has. Yeah, so if he can't do it this year. He's not going to do it. You're, I agree with you. The, the Eagles' yeah. defense has is far improved, better than the past Eagles' defenses since I don't know for it's been a while because they've got between Slay and Bradford, um, Bradbury, those are the two top guys with the most pass deflections since 2010. And they got Epps at safety. They got Epps yeah. and they got Avante Maddox. Um, yeah. their, that, their was, def- that, was an, that was another thing that was that was um, highly curious to me that. Uh, Roseman in in the press conference brought up Epps. He brought up Epps, talked him up very highly, and he talked about him earlier today. I don't know if you guys saw he was on um, the Eagles podcast uh, as well. He was talking to uh, I forget the guy there, but um, he was talking very highly about Epps. Like we wanted, I had uh, tagged you, uh, you on Twitter about, about Bates. the Bates from Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And picking him up, but I don't think that move is going to happen because they 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 really expect a lot from Epps this year. Yeah, that's, I also that's I want to see more out of Kevon Wallace. I was really excited for his draft pick. Yeah, he was, I was very too. much a Dawkins style player at Clemson. Yeah. I I want to see him. You know, I think he was hesitant coming to the NFL. He's a bit of a smaller, you know, compared to some other people. Uh, and I think he wanted to be a better coverage guy, and I think he kind of leaned away from his, you know you know, sock him kind of mentality. I want to see him get back to that. I want to see him fly into the ball and just knocking people off their, off their feet. Yeah. And he got hurt. He can get that, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully that'll bring some, you know, some competition there. I'd like to see what he could do as well. I, those, yeah, I, I yeah, totally agree with you about getting him the ball and, and, and getting and see what he can do. Um, those are some good final thoughts. I think is, uh, we're round, We're kind of tied up in the end here. And do you have any uh, last last words, Miguel? You go first. Um, uh, no last words. Uh, anybody heading out to the uh, training camp on um, on the seventh? Um, that would be interesting to do that. Um, that's not. I mean, that's unfortunately, not a, I I can't make it. I work at night, and I start yeah, yeah. my weekend. My it's week not a bad idea. Uh, it's, but, it's um, depending on what the weather's like. I don't know. I don't know if I can stand out there. I feel I feel like uh, the link is too much for for open practice. I really do miss the old days of uh, Lehigh. Yeah. Um, I really I really wish that they would think to actually make the training camp in um, Franklin Field. That'd be um, great. Franklin, that that would be awesome to open it up for for you know the fans again. You know, there's nostalgia there. That's where they mm-hmm. started originally playing it's when they won their last um, uh, the last a, championship before the Super Bowl. Right, it's a it is a beautiful location. I mean, I used to go there for the pen relays all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous arena. But you know, just looking forward right now to uh, seeing how the rest of this training camp plays out. Um, we got preseason, and what uh, first preseason game is uh, a little yeah, than three weeks away yeah, against against the Jets. They're playing the yeah. I know they Jets. got practices with Cleveland coming up, and they got practices with Cleveland, team. and they also have Miami. They're going to be in Miami this year. They're going to play yeah, so in Miami. I'm Cleveland looking forward to seeing how they, they look in, in, in those uh, practices and just um, looking forward to hearing how how they're doing, how Hertz is looking. Mark, what about you? Yeah, yeah no, I, uh, I'm going to continue to you know, monitor the team, you know, watch the, the press reports. I, if I can, I might shoot down there on the 7th. I'm looking at my schedule. That might be a possibility. Um. It'd be cool to see, but yeah. you know, for now, I'm just uh, gonna keep looking forward and you know, trying to hope for the best, and you know, we'll see how things develop. Okay, so if um, that'll do it for us, if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can follow us at, at Squawking Eagles. <laughs> uh, if you can follow us on Twitter at 
uh, Squawking Eagles. Miguel, what's your Twitter handle? This the tw- your Twitter yeah, yeah. handle. Well, Twitter handle. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get it right this time. Last week I gave you guys my uh, my Xbox gamer tag instead of my <laughs> actual IG account. Nice. <laughs> um, the, my Twitter account is Big Mig ninety nine, and on IG you can find me at N E N N F E Sanchez underscore Sanchez. Uh, so if you want to follow us on those, those, those handles, let us know, give us a request, any comments you can follow, you send them to squawking Eagles podcast at gmail.com. And then, uh, if you also want to look into other podcasts that we have, we, you can find us on Instagram at you still watch wrestling podcast and on, uh, and, uh, let's all rewatch the movies on podcast on Instagram and Twitter. That's it for us. We will see you next week. Uh, I'm Mike. That's Miguel. Mark. Fly, Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. Go, birds. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And share this episode with your friends.